Alrighty. Uh, uh, yeah, you're hosting, so yeah, take so. it away. Alright. Three, two, one. That is not the That's right the wrong song. song. What the hell? <laughs> no! Welcome to Intermission. Three, two, one. What's going on? I am your host this week. My name is Joe Dorville, and I'm here with. This is Kyle. My mother was a genius. My father commanded respect. When they died, they left no instructions, just a legacy to protect. You are listening to Who Does a Podcast? The Bad Guys Back. This is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song of the Hamilton soundtrack. This episode, we're covering, wait for it, track 13. Uh, Kyle, give me your general thoughts. Should we do general thoughts or should it just be overview of the song? Because um, we've been doing that. Well, that's kind of the both. Okay. Usually my general thoughts are just an overview and then we get into thoughts. Okay. So wait for it is Burr's big solo or his first big solo. Well, his big, his only big solo. Yeah. His big solo. Uh, this is Burr finally kind of opening up to the audience anyway. Um, his feelings, his stances, where his beliefs come from. Um, he gives a little bit of his backstory and he's like, this is where I'm at now. Um, this is how I'm different from Hamilton because he's been talking about Hamilton basically the entire play up to this point. Yep. This is just him finally showing his perspective, uh, basically. Yeah, this is the first time we truly get insight into mm-hmm. Burr, his thoughts, his background. Um, we've learned like little tidbits here and there, mainly from Hamilton and then um, things we can yeah. interpret. But this is the first time like he's straight up letting us into his realm, into his world, into his psyche. Yes. And I, I'm afraid to say too much because I don't want to step on anything, but something I step like, away. I'm going to step all over, <laughs> is the concept of waiting for it is the complete opposite of I'm not going to throw away my shot. Oh, wow. And then I which never is, even thought Which is Hamilton's stance. Yeah. Obviously, his big internal well not internal but his uh philosophy song yeah. is not throwing away shot he's gonna take that moment and grab it but burr's like i'm gonna wait for the right time nah, so wow. that's kind of a great it's another great dichotomy between the two characters i thought thank you for that Kyle. I, I never put two i just thought of it together. today i honestly just <laughs> thought of it today as i was just like reading through lyrics and like just reading through everything so yeah um it's awesome. interesting yeah his stance is I mean, we've heard him say that a lot. He's yeah. like, "Oh, let's not let's not get too crazy. Yeah. Let's kind of take our moment." Reserved. But yeah, this is the wait for it. Is his philosophy of? Um, I got um, a bonus nugget. It's hard to it's hard to summarize really this song. Yeah, no, it, but it, yeah, go ahead. It's a it, the song's a bit all over the place, but it really comes into focus um, towards the back half. Yeah, because definitely. we are introduced initially to. This relationship he has with Theodosia. Then he mm-hmm. tells us about his family history that he's never gotten into. Hamilton got into it in Aaron Burser. And um, a little bit, yeah. And then it the rest of the song is just 
the dichotomy between him and Hamilton, him comparing, contrasting their thoughts, their philosophies, their modes, um, the means in which they're trying to get things. So um, right. it's kind of like three songs in one. But um, bonus nugget, okay. uh, when he says, um, my grandfather was a preacher, but there are things that the homilies and hymns won't teach you. Um, right, I right. found out that later a lot of people said that um, he kind of distanced himself from religion later in his life. So okay. I wonder if that's um, what led Lynn to write that into that. That makes sense. Yeah, his his father and mother were deeply religious. Obviously, his grandfather. Um, I'm not sure which side that grandfather. I think that grandfather is on his mother's side. Let me click real quick. I might be able to find it. Because I don't um, think he has the yeah. last name Burr. Oh, true. Jonathan Edwards. Yeah, I believe that's the mother's side. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Esther Edwards is his mother's name. Um, and Aaron Burr Sr. Yeah. is the father. Cool, cool, cool. Um, um, I had some quotes from Lynn. I don't know if we get to them after the ranking reveal. Ooh. Yeah, I think we should. I think... I, don't know if you have I wonder anything else. if it's the same quote I'm thinking. Possibly, um, I don't have it written down, but yeah, we'll do it after the ranking because we really want to get to this ranking. Yeah. All right, give me a second here. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven. Does this bother you? So in thirtieth place. So what do you want to see the most? We are here not with traditional Farzad. We are here with the traditional fill-in host, fill-in uh, mm. producer, uh, L. Greg. Greg, how's it going, buddy? It's going great, fellas. All awesome. right. Um, Thanks for swinging by. Farzad was apparently too tired to sit here and do too nothing. Too tired. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, offense, no offense, Greg. <laughs> so we've sent Greg our rankings um, in secret, as we always do, because we're a very secret, secret podcast. Um, so, Greg, tell us the rankings. Well, the they're pretty close this week. High, so All right. Okay. So <laughs> the lowest ranking, which is interesting because it's the same number as the song. It's num- it's 13, which really surprised. No, no, I'm just kidding. This is a momentous <laughs> moment in the history of this show. <laughs> Not only do we have matching <laughs> rankings, they Whoa. both choose this as their number one song. Of oh. That's freaking amazing. <laughs> We've been teasing it for weeks. We've kind of behind the scenes for a while now. Number one, baby. Number one. I wish I had air horn. I should have. I should have gotten air horn. I'll put it. in I post. actually considered sending a different number as a joke. <laughs> actually, um, that's what I did. <laughs> Greg already. Greg so already. No, so thirteen. I said, that from. <laughs> I said Greg thirteen, and I said joke parentheses, and then one actual. Oh <laughs> I wish we both did. He's like twenty-eight and thirteen. You're like, okay. <laughs> thirteen was the first number that came to my head. I was like, I would have been hilarious. I I have a 13 yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I right. was like 37. No. <laughs> I was going to say 45 originally, but I was like, that's too <laughs> drastic. It's <laughs> too insane. <laughs> yeah, right. man, we, we thought this would happen. Um, I think we'd said it like months ago. We said it. Um, bef- we said I said it to you once I came up with the concept of uh, 
we're going to do the rewatches because mm. when I was working on some of the <laughs> a new low video um, and it was the first time mm. I had seen it and me and you talked about it, the first song we went to was wait for it and we just gushed about it for like the next we both two minutes did, yeah. and everybody That's... just stared at us <laughs> <laughs> oh you're saying when when we first brought it up on the show oh uh, yeah when we first brought it up well oh, after i first low, watched other... it on a new low oh, okay and okay, i was okay. talking about how i'll just get into mine now i was talking about how like okay the first time i saw it uh funny reference to a uh, friend of the show um jillian uh mm. the first time we had watched former guest, it, former guest uh, the first time we watched it, she after it finished, she was like, "Can you play back two songs?" The two songs were one satisfied, her number one, and the second song she asked to play back on the video was "Wait for It." So mm. the next day, when I was driving to work, I put "Wait for It" on, and I played it the whole twenty-five minute drive to work. Oh my god! On the yeah. loop, just because the thing it is, it's. It's a song that wants you leaving more, honestly. Like it's not too long. Yeah, it's no. almost it's almost too short, but I think that works for it. It just cuz it like I said it leaves you wanting more. I think it's just the perfect amount. And I don't know I don't know how to summarize why I love this song. It's just Yeah, nor do I. Incredibly I think, I think written um, and performed and I don't I don't know. It's just I think um because uh, I remember how you were doing your ranking. I think this is the first time I, my ranking is in the same format as yours because this is just the best written song. Yes, I think like, this it is even, just... Uh, it doesn't take me right. to an emotional place like a lot of my other top songs. It's just so yeah. well written and executed and sang perfectly. It's just a perfect song. <laughs> so I can go to one of the quotes. I don't know if it's the same that you found. It probably is, um, if that's what leads you into it. Uh, well, there's two kind. Well, the, okay. the one that probably he said, this is when he was interviewed by Grantland, yep. and he's said it before. He said, I stupidly gave him, meaning Leslie or Burr, a lot of the best songs, Wait For It and The Room Where It Happens, are two of the best songs I've ever written in my life, and he got them both. (laughs) So he's like, and he's written a lot of songs. He's written from Wana, he wrote... uh, Into the 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 Heights. uh, Yeah, The the Heights. Mary Poppins, he's written for that. So he's saying one of the best songs I've written in my life. this is the best song I've probably ever written today. Yeah, Uh, it's crazy. No, it's absurd. But yeah, I mean, when, when we do our doesn't work outside the play i mean i'll spoil it now but like i think this is one of the few that could just stand as a pop song on its own yes or an r&b song or whatever you want to call it if you take out the references to hamilton and just substitute something else this could be like a single somewhere yeah yeah like it's it's just that kind of song yeah um it also is um, traditional. It's the most traditional song, probably of the song, chorus, bridge structure. Um, yeah, and it. I mean, it sticks to it the most. There's a crescendo. There's a right, right, dissension. Right. Traditional structure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I and I mean Leslie just and when you're watching it. Um, it just looks so grand. It looks so great. It looks so powerful, impactful. You see all the emotion coming from him. And yeah, and like, the um, yeah. the company is perfect in this. That echo, yeah, is fantastic. Um, that just just makes that just brings it to another level. Like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. number one. We, there's literally there's, songs there's, that make <laughs> me cry. 
But I still <laughs> think this song is better than those songs just because there's yeah. something about it. Like you said, it leaves you wanting more. It it right. it lends itself to a replay factor essentially. Mm-hmm. Like you want to just not run it back. Six and a half minutes or whatever. Yeah. It's like I don't know, three minutes yeah, maybe on like the dot almost three minutes three oh five or something. So yeah, it's like that perfect pop song length. It's got that structure. It's got that hook. It's got like I said, performance writing, like it's got everything. Up, it's, it has everything as a pa- as the total package. And then when if he you're gets saying quiet, best song, you yeah. can start to hang yeah, on yeah, every yeah. word he's saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other quote I found um, when Lynn was talking about the philosophy behind the song, this is an interview with the New Yorker. He said, I think we've all had moments where we've seen friends and colleagues mm. zoom past us either to success or to marriage or to home ownership where we lingered, where we were broke, single jobless. And you tell yourself, wait for it. Yeah. I saw that. So one yeah. This well. is his perspective of seeing Hamilton on his endless uphill climb, but succeeding <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I guess my moment's coming, but yeah. Like I can't rush into it like him because yeah, he has, yeah. um, I don't want to ruin nothing, this because this is kind of my line. This is kind of <laughs> my favorite line, so I'm going to say yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. I think we have a lot to talk about. All right, all right. All right, let's yeah. deviate for a bit. Let's get to the historical nugget. Um, sure. I don't have a drop yet. Uh, mm. As I end the sentence, everyone will be hearing a drop that I already got all the elements for. Oh. I'll be putting in in post. Knowing history. <laughs> Because history also shows history. the nuggets. They're on their way. So, Kyle, give us right. your historical nugget. I'll be hearing that soon. All right. So the line that I picked out that I wanted to research was, my mother was a genius. Because that's something he says about his mother. He says his mother is a genius. His father was... A man who commanded respect. Man who commanded respect. I was like, I don't know why I'm blanking. (laughs) So like, I I want to get into her history. Her history is like, was she a genius? What was the deal there? So I got a lot of this from womenshistoryblog.com, an article from 2008. Uh, So Esther Edwards was born on February 13th, 1732. She was the third of 11 children. Born to congregational minister and theologian Jonathan Edwards and his wife, Sarah Pierpont Edwards. Descended from prominent Puritan divines and pious women on both sides of her family, Esther Edwards was early immersed in a world of spiritual striving and turmoil. She was given an unusually good education for a girl of her time, and from her surviving letters, it's clear she was thoughtful, intelligent, observant, and articulate. All qualities she passed on to her son. Esther Edwards underwent conversion as a teenager, and in 1752, she followed the path of her great-grandmother and mother when she married a minister, Aaron Burr, Sr., pastor of the Presbyterian Church at Newark, New Jersey. He was 16 years her senior, self-assured, and personally appealing. From 1754 through 57, Esther Edwards Burr wrote a daily letter journal to her friend Sarah Prince. Burr's journal stands as an account of current events and her daily activities and interactions, with a wide circle of family, friends, acquaintances, and her husband's students and colleagues. Her journal is valuable for the views it gives of a Puritan woman's wife life, a Puritan woman's life in the mid-18th century, and for the insights into how Puritan values and habits of mind helped a woman to understand and evaluate the world in which she lived. 
The journal gave information on topics such as the founding of Princeton College, religious revivals, childbearing practices, the French and Indian War, and women's roles during this period. Esther Edward Burr's Esther Edwards Burr's letter journal provides one of the earliest extensive accounts of a colonial American woman's daily life. Most women of her era wrote primarily for exchange with friends and circulation among acquaintances, and the letter journal that Esther Burr exchanged with Sarah Prince was no exception. Writing on vellum with quill pens, Esther recorded daily entries of varied lengths, and then she bundled them into packets of up to 20 pages whenever a suitable courier was available. These packets also contained privacies, secret enclosures recording candid opinions on mutual acquaintances which Sarah burned after reading. The journal would be published in several editions by Jeremiah Eames Rankin, titled Esther Burr's Journal. So the genius part, maybe a little exaggerated, but maybe it's because we, we've seen so much of her writing and she was well-educated for a woman of the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's quotes by other people. Um, there's a quote I found that well, I think, she was... I think it's a- uh, it's not a literal genius like she's not Einstein right. but she's a highly intelligent highly literal mm-hmm. literate uh, woman yeah, in a time exactly. where that is uh, a novelty essentially and that's his mom right, not as common so. right he's like hey it's my mom <laughs> yeah uh, there's a quote I found that she was someone said she was beautiful and talented quick-witted and vivacious strongly inclined to literature a composer of many manuscripts so yeah, it's it's because we have so many of these writings and they were published and it's uh it's an insight into women's daily life at the time that And I wonder how many I guess it's kind of gets encapsulated. I wonder how many women were doing any writing um in that time. Right. Yeah, part of it's part of what I read was just like uh most of it's just back and forth. Mm. Nothing really that important, but she know journaled daily yeah like every single day she wrote down what was going on so i think that was the uncommon part yeah that's pretty dope so yeah a published journal all right um my historical nugget is called the feminist Mm. and uh i thought that some of what you say kind of lends itself um to why burr would eventually be dubbed a feminist because he watched his (laughs) mom um have be unconventional to women of that time. So like Kyle, the mother was a genius line stood out to me. Um, Then I watched an interview in a press junket where Leslie Odom, Leslie Odom Jr. called Aaron Burr a feminist of his time. And Lynn tweeted in 2015, the delicious irony being that Aaron Burr was an ardent feminist. His ghost is high-fiving the world right now. That was the day it was announced Hamilton's image of, on the $10 bill was going to be replaced um, with a woman. But ironically, because of the popularity of the show, he was kept on the 10 and then <laughs> Jackson's 20 is to be replaced. Right. But that was pushed back because of the current administration didn't want to put Harry Tubman on the 20 while they were in office. That's anyway, weird. That doesn't um, line up with <laughs> So, um... A couple of examples of Burr being a feminist and why he was dubbed a feminist was um, Theodosia and Burr wrote to each other and they covered politics, philosophy and feminism. The two would discuss both Jean-Jacques Rousseau and British feminist Mary Wall Stonecraft. 
uh, Burr believed woman to be intellectually equal to man and hung a portrait of Mary Wollstonecraft over his mantle. Uh, Wallstone, Wallstone, I didn't realize how many times I wrote this name. <laughs> Complicated name. Wallstonecraft suggested that both men and women should be treated as rational beings and images and imagines a social order founded on reason. A radical idea, right? Um, mm. When Burr first read Wallstonecraft's essay, A Vindication of the Rights of Women, he was a U.S. senator. He called the essay a work of genius, and he wrote to his wife about his frustration that nobody else seemed to appreciate the value of Wallstonecraft's ideas. Is it owning to, this is a quote, is it owning to ignorance or prejudice that I have not yet met a single person who has discovered or would allow the merit of this work? Um, Burr advocated for education. Burr, adu- Burr advocated education for women who were often not educated as their male counterparts. And upon his election to the New York State Legislature, boy, uh, <laughs> he submitted a bill that would have allowed women to vote. The bill didn't pass, but it showed that Burr was one of the first people eager to give women full and equal rights. So that's interesting. These were just a couple of uh, instances where Burr seemed to be more progressive than those even of his time. And um, he was not this wait for it guy that he's portrayed as in the show. (laughs) It's kind of like a stigma that he was given uh, post everything. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's when he was, I guess, not a senator, but you said legislature. He was a senator in the... He was okay. in the New York Senate, basically. He okay, the state a, Senate. Yeah, he was a state Senate, not a okay. national Senate. Yeah, it's cool. He uh, proposed a bill for women's voting. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I'm the host. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's time for... Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is it is time for our favorite lines kyle you're gonna go first do you want to preempt it it. nope all right uh not really all right same thing (laughs) i'm just gonna keep doing this bit (laughs) all right so I can't pick the whole song, so this <laughs> took me a while. Uh, but I picked this part uh, I because also picked the whole song. <laughs> yeah, it's like I liked it all. Um, the I think it encapsulates well, kind of the theme. Um, he says, "I am the one thing in life I can control." So he's so careful in his actions because he needs to be in control. He's like, "I can't let my uh, self." Or I can't let myself down. I can't let my family down, which is kind of what he alluded to earlier in the song. Yeah. Um, I need, I, I have so much responsibility of the Burr name on myself that I have to be careful. I am the original. I am Aaron Burr. So anything I do reflects on me. It's my legacy. It's whatever. So it's all kind of encapsulated in this. It's like, this is why I wait for it. This is why I don't want to be radical in my, in my actions and things. It's funny. I didn't think about it until you just said it. Um, but he's not the original. He's Aaron Burr Jr. That's true. 
I was about to say, and the thing <laughs> that he's holding so precious is the legacy of his mother, father, the name, his yeah, grandfather. The legacy, yeah. It's like I'll get to it in mine. Let me just well, you play s- mine. Yeah. Well, you said your word. Well, you said your line comes after mine, so yeah. I can go read the part um, that we're kind of alluding to. Is he says, um, "Can I just play it?" My mother was a genius. Oh, my yeah. father commanded respect. When they died, they left no instructions, just a legacy pr- to protect. Yeah. So that's kind of where that what I was alluding to mm. of what he's kind of talking about. There. No, no, no. I get what you're saying, but like. I'm saying it is he funny, is yeah. <laughs> he is uh what's the word he is uh, contradicting himself by saying he is the original but all he's meant to do he's told himself is to protect this legacy mm-hmm. like he's not creating mm-hmm. something of his own he's just carrying something that was bestowed to him Right 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 Yeah yeah maybe that's he's kind a complicated of the, man. the inner conflict too Yeah he is inimitable <laughs> Like in his shoes. Oh, that last part is always so chilling. Um, <laughs> just that imagination. What is it like to be him? Because he's jealous. He that's yeah. the inner turmoil, that oh, yeah. inner conflict, that contradiction. He so knows much of this. he is he's living a lie essentially. Um, it's funny. I read something where it was like um, Burr Hamilton sees Burr as an equal. And similar to him, whereas Burr sees Hamilton as this radical because in Aaron Burser, when Hamilton first meets him, he says, you're an orphan. Of course, I'm an orphan. God, I wish there was a war so we can prove there were more than anyone bargained for. He realizes they are one in the same, whereas Burr keeps trying to distance. They have so much in common. Yeah, Yeah. they have so much in common, Mm -hmm. but Burr keeps trying to distance and distance, and then he longs for... Well, what is it like in his shoe? How is he able to do all these things and not care? It's because he doesn't have anything to protect. But if Burr wanted to, he could just shake those notions as well and go forth and be the same radical minded person. He does later in life. But at this point, he's being very reserved, very calculated, trying to defend um what has been bestowed upon him, this legacy, this name, uh, Princeton, mm-hmm. all these different things. Um, he feels like he has a responsibility to his uh, patriarchy, whereas he could just go and make a name for himself. And it's it's the inner conflict that is just so intriguing about him as a character and him in this song. Yeah. And him versus Hamilton. Yeah. As it builds. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Back. Like like Burke, Burr could be doing anything Hamilton's doing. It's yeah. just the the different choices they make. Yeah, it's all it comes down to the yeah. choices that he decided to make, and he wants to be like Hamilton. And the funny thing is, Hamilton wants to be like they want to be like each other. Hamilton wish he had the family name and legacy, but since he doesn't, he's gonna go chase it. But Burr has it, but he's yep. doing nothing with it. He's just sitting he's gonna, and yeah, reaping yeah, the benefits. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you guys noticed, <laughs> favorite verse. All right. Uh, is it me first? I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna say you first. 
Um, so I kind of called it the second verse. It's the um, mm. the the part after he talks about his family, oh, the yeah. legacy to protect, and he's like, "Death doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints, and it takes and it takes." So just that, oh, okay. Um, yeah, that part before the wait for it. Um, yeah, I don't know how to summarize it really. It's again, I couldn't pick the whole song, so <laughs> I just love the 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 pacing of these um, verses because he does it a few times. Yeah. And just the it's it's again it's kind of like a repeated uh, verse just with different things where life doesn't discriminate death doesn't discriminate but I don't know I just picked this one because I like how it sounds <laughs> it's just again his that is this is kind of a, a theme a theme it. of the song yep um my favorite verse is essentially right after my line the one that gets mm-hmm. real quiet to what break is it like down. In his shoes? Yeah. yeah. What is it like in his shoes? Hamilton doesn't hesitate. He exhibits no restraint. Takes and it takes and it takes. It's had that same cadence as well, which is yeah, yeah. great. Exactly. Yeah. That's hilarious so that we great. both picked a similar yeah, verse. Yeah. Um, he keeps winning anyway. He changes the game, plays and he raises the stakes and then the song comes back up tri- triumphantly and his triumphant cry is, well, I'm willing to wait for it. <laughs> Yeah, like this guy is out it's here. Such this guy exhibits yeah, no restraint. Just, takes and he takes and it takes. But you know what I'm gonna do? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait for it. <laughs> like what? Again, it's that inner, it's that inner um, not conflict but uh, contradiction. Yeah, it's like he wants all this so much, but he's still just gonna be like, I'm gonna wait for the but right moment. He- it's just like he's it's like, come hesitating. on, man. <laughs> he sees yeah. that this guy is not hesitating exactly. yet. He is continuously yeah. hesitating. He's a mm-hmm. fascinating person. Um, it's great. And I think, I think yeah. that the line, because uh, we both said, we don't know how this is number one, but it's just, <laughs> this is the probably, I, I think I can uh, summarize it now, clarify it now. This song is the most interesting character study of all yes. the characters. Because everybody said, everybody else, when they say something, they say it right up front. There's no... Um, there's no bullshit, essentially, the lack of a better term. Right. Whereas he, every other line in this song is a contradiction, and you know it's not what he wants to be doing. But he can't shake this, this the notion of everything he's learned up to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a flawed he's a flawed man for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, we both kind of said Burr's our favorite character just because of yeah. The, the perspective we get of him um kind of the the different perspective we get of him opposed to probably what we've learned in history yeah i mean he says it at the end not to spoil anything he's like i'm the villain in your history like that's what people know him as yeah. the dude that shot hamilton but we're getting so many different perspectives whether they're true or not historically but yeah. as a character well, in that's a play our job to figure those he's things definitely, out yeah <laughs> that's, that's our mission <laughs> but as a character in a play he's fascinating yeah it's, no it's, he's faci- fascinating as hell um, favorite yeah. character. I think you just said it. <laughs> uh, the company, yeah. the company's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> Hamilton. Uh, no, I mean, there's no, there's no choice. Yeah, yet. no, it's this, Bur- is, this is Burr's this song. Is one of those much, much like two weeks ago. Slam yeah, dunk. this is uh, yeah. slam. What are we doing? Here? Um, yeah, yeah Burr. Will this work outside the play? You already alluded to your answer. <laughs> this is a strong yay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the strongest yays that I could talk about. Emphatic yeah. yay um, for me as well. Because um, it's because it's funny. Like my number two was um, "You'll Be King, Back," yeah. which I was like, eh, it doesn't really work outside the play. It's kind of quirky, but this one as number one is was no doubt. Yeah, it, no it doubt. Um, yeah. 
like I said, I can the first time after I saw the show. Wow, I shouldn't say that many SHs in a row. <laughs> I have a slur naturally, and then I I just heard it myself. They're um, throwing more on top. <laughs> the first time I saw the show, I literally got in my car, going to work, looked at the soundtrack, clicked the song, played it on a loop until I got until I got to work. Twenty five hour, twenty five hour, twenty five minute drive. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, this song is just great. It's wonderful. I think you can put this on for anyone and they'll be intrigued to find out, okay, how do I get more of this? Where mm-hmm. do I find more of this? I'm losing my voice mid-send. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, I forgot to get into it when we were talking about rankings, but this is one that kind of rose for me. Um, not during the rankings, but in repeated listens. Because um, in the middle of the play, I don't think it grabbed me as much as it did you at first, but as I re-listened to the soundtrack and kind of listened to songs individually, this is one that rose up the more I heard it, for sure. Thank you for filling for me as I was dying. Yeah, you're, oh. good, you're good. Yeah, I had something to say. So. But yeah, I, this yeah this didn't grab me initially that big, but it's it's more of a repeated viewing. Um, yeah, it just it just skyrocketed to the top. Yeah, I would say when I the first run through the play, it didn't catch me like. It didn't catch me mm-hmm. as well. Um, but when right. friend of the show, Jillian, had me watch those two songs back, I was like, okay, yeah, these are yeah. two great songs. Uh, standalone from anything else. These are just two phenomenal songs. But then, yeah. I mean, as a man, wait for it. I gravitated to that more than Satisfied, <laughs> even though I think Satisfied is still great. Uh, if we ever redo the rankings, it's probably going to rise up. Uh, rise up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the song is phenomenal. Absolutely. What more can we say? All right. Um, we don't have our, our original producer. So, uh, Greg, do you have a recap? Or Sure. I got some thoughts that you oh, guys okay. thought earlier. Excellent. <laughs> so you guys both mentioned how this is the, the time in the play where Burr really fills in some of the blanks, gives you some insight into his own perspective of things and then Kyle pointed out that the difference of philosophy comes out in this song versus not throwing away my shot and how there's yes. one of them wants it right here right now or hey man I'll wait for it it's all good <laughs> and Lin-Manuel Miranda you know in an interview says that this uh, is one of or maybe the best song he's ever written which is interesting you guys both loved it obviously ranked at number one I personally, I don't really like the first part of the song. The music background mm. is not cool to me. But then when the chorus starts coming in, when the buildup starts at a minute six, and then it kicks into high gear at a minute 30, then I was like, holy shit, mm. this is a great song. He's got timestamps. He's got timestamps. And then it fades down a little bit, and then it goes back strong in the end. So it's not in my yeah. top 10, but it is in my top 23. And wow. I do enjoy it. <laughs> Really, do you want to be our full time producer? You you went from the notes right into the top half, bottom half of the international axe. This guy is phenomenal. Hey, I come to play. <laughs> it's like uh, my but when you only do it every every other month. I mean, I love the first focused. half of the musical and don't really right. dig the second half. Here, I don't really dig the first half of the song, but really dig the second half of the song. So <laughs> it's the complete opposite. But that's funny. Yeah, top twenty three. 
Top 23. All right. all right. I can I can live with that. That's all I ask. I That's all that. I ask. <laughs> all right. It's time for... I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time. It is time for the time game. I usually kick it to Farzad here for him to explain, but I guess I kind of have to explain. So Farzad has made a cheat where he's ranked every song chronologically from longest to shortest. Me and Kyle will guess uh, where this song lies on that list. And I'm currently winning seven four one. Uh, yes, seven four one. Okay, this is out of forty six. As a forty six, it is ranked, and uh, <clears throat> we still don't know what the punishment is for who loses this game. We've never really uh, figured <laughs> it out. Uh, Greg, you remind us the running time of this song. It is three minutes and thirteen seconds. Three thirteen. I've forgotten everything that's happened in the past few weeks. Three thirteen. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Are you in? No. Oh, okay. Um. Come on. Your life depends on it. Okay. 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 Oh God, this is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Kyle comes in with uh, twenty-six. And Joe with a 25. <laughs> oh, no. Joe is the closest because it is the 20th longest oh, song. Mother. Yes. I was going to go right in the middle, That's too. And I, fucking, I was going to ah. initially go. I was originally going to go 23. And I was like, nah, I might be less than. Wow. I was like, is there when? that many songs less than There are minutes? a ton of songs. They're probably like all three Right in the three, yeah. three and a half minute mm. marks. Or I think it was 20. So. You said it was 20? 20. This is eight to four. Wow. That is phenomenal. All right. I'm tanking. Eight, four, one. Will Kyle tanking. come back like the Dodgers did? Hmm. Second half. <laughs> we'll find out after. People leave weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got a company. All right. First from the company, the person I'm most disappointed in. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wait for it. Oh, sorry. This is Smo, a.k.a. Beth on the Discord. Uh, Wait for it. Not a huge fan. Weirdly enough, number 26. It's a great song. Uh, Vocally, I love Leslie Odom Jr. And he sings the shit out of it. But I just love (laughs) listening to other songs more. And this is in my head less. Gets a fair amount of skips. Gets a fair amount of skips. That is is the most egregious part. Like 26, you like more songs better. Yeah, I can live with that. But the skips. It's only three minutes and 13 seconds long. The skips is unforgivable. Let it play. Oof. All right. But we love you, Smo. <laughs> Judgment free zone, as I've said before. Yes, yes, yes. I've, Thank you for commenting. As uh, Lynn, as uh, Hamilton says for uh, King George, no, George Washington, I've made mm. many errors. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got a newcomer. <laughs> like that one it took me a while to actually get the words out it. of my mouth. That was mouth. a great one. Um, I get it. Tommy Asterisk on Instagram. So I'm confused by this because he said one. But he spelled it W O N. 
So I don't know if he's right. winning something. <laughs> hmm. or, uh, is he a trickster? Is he is a trickster? Us? He's a bit of a trickster. So I'm assuming it's number one for him, which great job, Tommy. You are allowed to stay That'd in the company. Um, and then we you have. Correct. <laughs> yeah. You have uh, Yumio one on Instagram. I would first like to say Kyle and I matched on favorite characters last week. Uh, I believe that was Lawrence. Mm. That Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence in the reprise in the story of tonight. Um, but that <laughs> not that's not why Is any it? of us. It's a little upset. I thought you would have went off. Yeah. Um, at least Mulligan <laughs> switch it up a bit. Um, okay, but that's not why any of us are here. So, with no <laughs> further ado. This song, he has a lot of ellipses in here. This song ranks. So he's a very heavy ellipses. Wait for it. Number one. Let's get ready for another oh. rewatch. Yeah, we still got to discuss the rewatch. That's a great point. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what happened. That's been our rule. It happened once before for right hand men. Yep. Um, that was at 11. A, a, mere, a mere five weeks ago, or six weeks six ago. Six weeks ago. That was track yeah. eight. Wait, five five weeks. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So, so Joe, you were going to get into what we were going to do for that. Yes, I have come up with a very not really complicated, but kind of complicated. It involves you guys doing a lot of work, <laughs> not us doing a lot of work. Even though we'll set everything up. Um, <laughs> so when we post this, you are hearing this as we post this. If you want to, we're not going to do the rewatch. Unless we're not going to do it together, unless right, right, unless, we're, we're still doing it. We're still watching. Yeah, it. we're still going to watch it, but we're going <laughs> to we're going to watch it together with you guys. Only if we get a minimum of three people on the Discord again to get to the Discord, you can go to anulo.co or you can go to the Twitter page at Who Does a Pod. It's the pin tweet. Go to the company. And post the emote that is of Hamilton's face in the company Discord chat. If we get three of those, (laughs) then we will gather, congregate together this Saturday. This Saturday, good for you, bud? Yeah. This Saturday, 930, and we will watch Hamilton together. Get your drinks. Uh, I see you, Tommy. Uh, who else did I want to shout out? Everybody <laughs> on the Instagram. Um, I'm not going to say your name. I'm not going to dox yep. you guys, but you know who you all are. All right. Our artist friend who there. does the artwork from time to time. Mel's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Plugs. Um, do you want to just remind people where they want to leave comments as the company? You can leave comments as a company on Discord that you will join this weekend so we can have the watch party because everybody's rooting for the watch party. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. You can post on, you can catch us on Twitter, Twitter at who does a pod and Instagram at who does a pod. Uh, plugs for me. <laughs> I would just say go to newlow.co. Uh, check out our other shows, join the Discord. We can chat with us and other members of the company and have a good time. Solid. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. Um, look out, go listen to my hip hop album TV by Headphone Joe. No O, no E in the phone. Um, 
and go vote. Me and Kyle have voted. Greg has voted. Oh, yeah. Um, far as I know, I ballot, I'm pretty sure he's going to vote. Uh, so go out there and take a few weeks part to fill out. in. Well, he has like 18 pages of ballots, <laughs> but exactly. um, take part in the democratic process that Hamilton uh, helped fight for. So go out there and vote if you're American. Citizen, exactly. Because we might have uh, people overseas listening to this. So, yeah. So hey, whatever country you're in, I'm your host, go Joe. Ahead. And I'm here oh. with. Oh, Greg. Is Greg at Flux? Oh, sorry. It's right in <laughs> Yeah, you can catch me on Twitter at Pine Dagger on Instagram at L underscore Greg underscore Panetta and listen to my podcast that I do all by myself called A New Low every Friday. Hmm. Just kidding. These two guys are there. That's great. A new low and two other there. And, and one other one person who's too tired and another person who I hope his shoulder is okay. So mm. yeah, it's gonna be an interesting day tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be a fun one. So as my second okay. attempt of this, because I can't edit it because it's in the show. I am your <laughs> host Joe Dorville, the bad guy's back, and I'm here with <laughs> his right hand man. <laughs> Thank you for listening to A New Low Podcast Network. We've got four fun podcasts on our current roster for you. Every other Monday, you can enjoy the Misbehavior Journal Club, a podcast highlighting exciting developments in the neuroscience community, hosted by Amiel Moreno and Leah Krebit. Get some in-depth analysis of all things sports with Cheers from the Press Box, dropping two episodes a week, co-hosted by comic Brennan Tassif and hip-hop artist Joe Dorville. Catch me, Kyle Loader, with my right-hand man, Joe Dorville, every Wednesday as we discuss a different song from the Hamilton musical soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast. Last, but certainly not least, is our network's flagship podcast, A New Low, which drops every Friday. A New Low highlights a wide variety of current events that both disappoint and encourage our five diverse co-hosts, who are Farzad, Headphone Joe, No O No E Dorville, Scott by Scott, L Greg, and me, Kyle. Every episode of all these podcasts and all of our social media details and links can be found at anewlow.co. That's anewlow.co. All our shows can also be found everywhere podcasts are available. Like and subscribe is the name of the game. Thanks again for all your support.